eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now, a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Tuesday, November 23rd. You know, Mark, um, I'm kind of like that person who has is having an affair because I, I don't want to say any name. So I just say show. So I don't say radio show or podcast anymore. Did you notice that or not? Because I kept getting, like, I, I lost my mind. Like, am I doing radio? Am I doing pod? Am I doing this podcast or that podcast? So I think it's just easier to say the Jill on Money Show. How, does it sound okay to you? All right, good. It's the Jill on Money Show. And so, therefore, I don't have to um, insult anyone who's listening on terrestrial radio. Because we still do terrestrial radio, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. How many years, Mark, have we been doing radio? Oh, we're coming up to our 11th anniversary on the radio. I can't even believe it. Someone just asked me recently, like, how did you meet Mark? I'm like, oh, well, we fell in love in a newsroom. (laughs) Mark calls it the Black Pit. Uh, It's an old, old building that CBS Radio was housed in. In fact, Mark, was it not the location of CBS Radio inside of the CBS News Broadcast Center was, in fact, Walter Cronkite's studio? Right. It was the set for evening news. So there, we're giving a little flashback. Now, our younger listeners are like, who is Walter Cronkite and what is news in the evening? But that's what it is. We used to have to do news just a couple times a day, mostly at night. Now we do it all the time. And this is a show that is all the time, every single day, answering your financial questions. If you have something that's on your mind, And it is coming down towards the end of the year. If you need to make some year-end money moves or you 
maybe you just want a question answered, or maybe you've got a question about the economy. Maybe you've seen me on TV talk about something and it kind of jogs your mind. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com, and click the contact button. It's so easy to do. That is what Sandy did. Sandy is on the line from Maryland. Hello, Sandy. How are you? Hi, Jill. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. Great that you are joining us. Tell us what's on your mind. How can we help you out? Um, so recently, my husband and I have started to look at our numbers, and um, we want to kind of join this fine slash fire movement. And we're thinking we could do it potentially, we would be about six years out. So we're both about 48. You're um, both 48. Hold on. And what do you guys do? Like, how, what do you do for a living? I'm a lab technician. Uh, I do DNA and RNA sequencing. Oh my God, you're very you're very sought after these days. Uh, well, I don't know. The pay's not so great, but <laughs> <laughs> what's your husband do? Um, he um, he does a lot of uh, behavioral health assessment uh, monitoring of behavioral health pro- programs for the state. Okay, how uh, much do you guys make together? Um, we're at about one eighty together. Do you have kids? No, that's why you can do this whole idea of a different endeavor for your future. Um, tell us a little bit more. Do you own a home or do you rent? Oh, we own. How much is the house worth? Currently, it should be about 350 Okay. Is there a mortgage on it? No. Okay. How about your emergency reserve fund? What do you got? Uh, we have about 87000 in emergency reserve. Okay. And you're both, you're both employed or are either of you self-employed? Nope. Both employed. Do you guys have each have retirement plans? Yes. Tell me about those. How much do you contribute to your retirement right now? Okay. So there, our retirement um, is um, through uh, the university. Um, so there's a little bit of a hodgepodge of numbers and alphabet soup almost. I went ahead and I just, I'm going to add everything up so that it's just the two of us together. For both of us, we have a, a 457, our, our 457 money is at about 238. We have 403B at 846. Mm-hmm. Now they just started a 403B Roth, um, which we kind of switched our contributions and are putting it in there. So right now that only has 4,000 in it. But all future contributions in the 403B will be Roth. Correct. Okay. And are you putting 19,500 each into those? Yes. And what about the 457? What are you putting in there? I'm putting in uh, 15,000 and he's putting in the 19,500. And then we also have um, what they call the optional retirement plan, which uh-huh. was the um, plan that you do instead of a pension okay. so that the university puts 8% of your salary into it, um, but you're not allowed to contribute to it. What's in there? There's 301,000 there. And is that like a cash balance plan or would it be converted to uh, monthly or lifetime income? It would be converted to monthly. It would be, I mean, it, it's invested kind of the, the same way our, our 403B and our 457 is. You had the option and we were too, we weren't smart enough to take a pension. We didn't know <laughs> we would be in Maryland for the rest of our lives. Up I get you. Point, we, we had been moving a lot. So, you know, it was either... You had to make a choice of, yes, you were going to stay here five years or not. And, well, we hadn't lived anywhere long enough yet. That's all right. You make the best decision you can in the moment. 
So that's a bunch of money. Do you have any money outside of retirement assets? We each also fully fund a Roth every year. So there's 353 in a, a traditional or, or not traditional, but a, a Roth IRA for each. So together, it's 353. 353,000 in Roths. Correct. Great. I recently started um, a brokerage account. And right now, there's only 62,000 there. Only. Boy, if you came across 62,000, you didn't know you had it, you wouldn't say, oh, it's only. You'd say, oh, I can't no, but I, but I say only because if I'm thinking of trying to stop working at 55, 56. Why are you going to stop working at 55? Like, what's happening? So where we work, it's pretty high stress. Um, uh-huh. so, so we're not really going to stop working. My goal okay. would probably be try to find another job. My okay. husband wants to try to teach English. Maybe it's because he had to deal with me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> English is actually not my first language. So. Which is what's your first language? Spanish. Both of my parents are from Colombia. So we, I grew up speaking Spanish primarily in the house and then English at school. I don't really know what I want to do. I think I want to go walk dogs. Um, I love that idea. So let's talk about whether you can do that. Let's roll the clock. OK, you're 55 years old. Here's what I've got for you. Without too much growth, I mean, just the amount of money you're putting into these accounts in seven years, you're going to have probably somewhere between two and a half and three million dollars. You know, two and a half is really like no growth and three million is kind of normal growth. What is it that we need to have you um, do in terms of creating some part time income to support yourselves? Like how much do you need? So Jeff and I don't spend very much. He lovingly calls me Smog, the the dragon from Lord of the Rings who sits on our pile of gold. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you spend now? I mean, you got no mortgage, so but what do you think you spend right now? Um, I put together the last couple of months, and we're we spend about we spend about five thousand a month. Um, oh my the, god, you know, that's easy. Okay, great. And do you think that you guys, between the two of you, could come together and make five grand a month? I think we could, um, you know, because we're both thinking, you know, hey, if we're if we're basically living on one salary, we're both basically living on one of our paychecks. If we both right. work part time, we'd be at the same spot. Right. What are we going to do for health insurance at age 55 for you guys? So that's where the university is great. Because I will have been here uh, the 25 years necessary to cover both of us. Oh, that's Um, huge. So that is also one reason why I think it's doable. And I just don't know, like, you know, one of my big questions now is that, you know, do I keep putting the money as much as I am right now into these plans and then just start drawing from those? Or do I pull their contribution and start just putting it in a brokerage account? I mean, look, you're not in a terrible tax situation, right? Because if we just look at this, I know you don't have a mortgage, but even if we just looked at, you know, your, do you claim a standard deduction now or do you have itemized right now? Standard. Okay. So, I mean, if we look at your standard deduction, you're pretty much in the 22% tax bracket. And so, you know, I don't feel like you have to go crazy putting so much money away, especially pre-tax. I am inclined, Mark, weigh in if you what you think. I am inclined that I would like you over the course of the, we're looking at targeting 55. So in the next seven years, 
I don't feel like you guys need to put so much money into the 457 plan. I really don't. And in fact, I would love to see you bulk up that brokerage account. Um, pay the tax that's due, you know, earn your money, put the money in the brokerage account and it's available for you. Because I do think you want to give yourselves a little bit of a cushion that from say 50, let's just say the 10 or 12 years before you, between when you stop at the university and you claim your social security benefit, that you have money that's already been taxed. And I think that that would really be great for you. If you just look at like even just the 457, if you put that 35 or, you know, $36,000 into your brokerage account and even just stop with uh, just your Roth contributions themselves. And if you could just end up putting in 45 grand a year in your brokerage account for the next seven years, that would go a long way to help you transition from full-time to part-time. And now, how do you feel about that when you hear that? I feel scary. Like, I feel like, like, I mean, I don't know. I've always been just in the mindset of like, I guess part of me always thought, oh my God, as soon as I turn 50, I can actually dump more into retirement. You Um, could, but I'm not sure it makes a ton of, of sense. I mean, I think that having a fat brokerage account is almost more helpful to you than a a fat retirement account. Your retirement's kind of set. Like, even if you go beyond this, like what, what would be your social security benefit at your full retirement age? Do you know that number? I do. I actually looked this up last night. Of course you do. (laughs) Sandy. (laughs) Sandy, the lay CFP. Um, (laughs) What's the number? It's like it's age 67 or something. What is it? At 67, I would bring in 2,700. He would bring in 3,400. Okay. So, I mean, we're talking about 12 years, okay? 12 years that you have to worry about. And during those 12 years, I think you would be happy to have some money that's already been taxed. And that's really the issue here. Theoretically, you could just keep putting, I mean, and that's the other thing is that I don't, I don't really think that you need to kill yourself in terms of tax liability. But if you really are concerned about that, you could essentially just say, I'm only going to do Roth contributions. And, and, you know, I know that we'll be fine. And, you know, you'll have some money that's taxed at a higher rate or lower rate or whatever. And but I, I don't know, you the one area that seems a little light to me is the money that's already been taxed, because you're going to have this dozen year period from age 55 to 67, where you you may not want to work as hard. You may not want the pressure of saying, well, we have to bring in five grand a month and then you wouldn't have to. You know, you could always say if you had, let's say, a few hundred thousand dollars in a brokerage account, you could just say, you know, I'm just going to take a thousand dollars a month out of there or two thousand dollars a month out of there. And who cares if we deplete it? It just doesn't matter. Like there's and there's also going to be a really cool opportunity for you that if you build up that brokerage account, which you also might be able to do is. When you get, and again, we don't know what the tax law is going to be, but let's just pretend that everything stays as is. Then at age 55, when you have a much lower income, you can start converting some of your traditional money into Roth money and pay the tax due because you'll be in a lower tax bracket. Okay. 
So I think brokerage is really the, that seems to me the the missing part of this, that you, to have money that's already been taxed is going to give you more flexibility. You can totally do this. You can start the dog walking business. He can start teaching English or Spanish, depending on how good he is at Spanish, and be be very comfortable knowing you can do that. But it's that money that's already been taxed that's going to give you a le- many more choices when you get to age 55. Now, Mark, do you think that there's a high possibility that when Sandy gets to age 55, she's like, oh, but I just like making money so much I can't do it? Because that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to turn 50 so I can put the extra six grand in. You know, you, you don't spend money. God bless you. Um, is there anyone in your family that you have to still take care of? No, my mom's actually really is, is well. She's fine. She's still healthy. What about on your husband's side? There's a potential that we would have to help his mother more. But again, she's got enough to meet her needs currently. I think I think that, you know, make sure you got your estate documents. I know it's just the two of you, but get those documents. Keep saving money. Consider putting more money in brokerage. And then let's execute your financial independence next endeavor. And you must do you have dogs. Yes, I what have a, a Great Dane. Mitch. What? Yes. Oh, he's a huge here. one. Yes. Uh, and then we have a little, uh, our COVID puppy, who's um, a little hound, a cattle dog mix of some sort. Way too much energy. Yeah. she. Ru- we, I run her three miles every morning and then walk her for another hour in the evening. And she still ate the edge of the coffee table and the stairs. <laughs> Well, enjoy your pups. Get ready to start to have more company with that dog walking business. And thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to be like Sandy and join us on the air, all you need to do is go to our website, Jill on Money, JillOnMoney.com. Click the contact button. Tell us what's going on. Tell us you want to come on the air. And we would be delighted to have you join us. And, you know, It's just much more fun because Sandy wrote like a pretty quick note to us and we got into the details when we got her on the air. And that's, to me, the more fun and interesting part of the program. I think you'll get more out of the exchange if you come on the air live with us. So go ahead and do that. It would be lovely to have you. Uh, While you're on our website, don't forget you can subscribe to our other show. It's called Eye on Money. And you can check out all the great content that is up there. You can read articles that we've written and listen to old shows, watch some TV appearances. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Lift somebody up today, please. It will make that person feel better. It will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 